Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey, it's Paul Meyerhog from the Comedy Network and Comedy Central. You're listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Hey, it's Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 124 for Wednesday, September 25th, 2019. How's it going, onesies? How's your week going? Hope you are having a great time. Summer has come to a close as far as the calendars are concerned, but we can still keep the sun shining. In fact, the sun has been in and out all day here in Ottawa. Of course, I'm recording this on Tuesday, as always. I got a, an announcement for you guys that I'll tell you a little bit uh, into the show. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start the show with it. Who knows? Um... But I'll, uh, I'll tell you guys about that in a moment. Um, I had, uh, you know, some more, some more evenings with friends. I got the chance to go see my buddy Slade Ham from Houston, who was uh, doing shows at Absolute Comedy. I haven't seen Slade in a long time. That was very nice. Um, I've been doing good about getting to the gym and eating better. Small steps. It's only been a week, but uh, a week. It's been like a few days. Uh, you know, I, I started last week and I was doing pretty good, but I've actually been like four days pretty goddamn good bitch uh both the eating and then i don't even mean like just eating less i mean like eating good food um and and proper portions and tracking it and all that stuff so it's a small start um and and we'll uh you know i'll, I'll tell you more about that later on um what else have i did i did a gig in montreal i did a gig uh for Algonquin college i my my days have been jammed absolutely fucking jammed i am booking work i'm preparing for again this thing that i'm going to announce a little bit later on i've been emails emails messages phone calls work blah blah blah. i have been jamming every day uh just just absolutely crazy and i've been having uh, you know what and i'll be honest with you i've been having some some good wreck nights you know hanging out with friends in the evenings um but i mean some of them like i push it way back because there's just so much shit to do so um, today's not, not off to a good start. Um, I went out with Jason last night to the casino. Uh, we probably got there at like seven thirty, eight o'clock, but we were there till three o'clock in the morning, uh, maybe three 30 in the morning. And of course that means, you know, uh, it's a, it's a, you know, good 20 minute drive home. Plus the gear, to, like I didn't get to sleep till super late. And then I got up probably 10 o'clock. So I, I am really not running on, uh, much sleep. Who gives a fuck? Boring, right? Okay. <laughs> All I know is I had a good time, but I'm like I said, I'm I'm kind of I'm working real hard during the days, and then I'm fucking putting in you know some good fun time at night, trying to trying to balance everything out and make life worth living. Um, and anything else I did here? Like, yeah, whatever. I, I'm just gonna tell you guys some shit. All right, how about that? Um, last week I got to do an activation uh, at Algonquin College. That was a lot of fun. Um, I personally was working for a big company. So I, I don't know, this was the first time I see an activation like this where um, rather than them booking uh, BAs, which is kind of like my my 
job title. You know, if someone's like, Hey, so what do you do for a living? I'm like, ah, you know, I'm a comedian and I do, uh, do a lot of brand ambassador stuff. They might be like, ah, what the fuck is that? So I've told you guys, I'm basically just repping different shit, but usually I'll get hired by one company to represent one company. Um, in this case, it's a company out of Toronto and they, I guess they do these like these like college runs where they'll show up at a at a college or university for a day. They put up a bunch of tents with a bunch of different companies, and then everybody just give, just give away free shit like it's like it's going out of style. And uh, I mean, do promo. It was, it was amazing. Um, but also, these companies when I do things like that, like it'll be like one company and they hire people locally. So this actually they sent like all their people from Toronto. They had people up in up in hotels and everything like that. And um, great team. Everyone was super cool. A lot of fun. Uh, I got to say they were absolutely fantastic, but, um, I guess they needed a few extra sets of hands. So they hired, uh, some of us locally and I got to work with my pal Lydia. Um, and, uh, I'm trying to think uh, of all the different companies. Like, so it was kind of cool. Like, it was sort of like in, in right outside the, uh, Algonquin commons area and we had, uh, Nescafe. So that was the company that I was working for. We were basically just just giving away samples of like Nescafe's instant, like kind of like, I don't want to say like coffee, but latte kind of, you know, uh, drinks. So there was like, you know, French vanilla and salted caramel and mocha and original. And it was just like people just lining up and they were just handing them samples of the stuff. Like, you know, I think it was something like eight samples everyone got. And, and then we would make them one on the spot if they wanted. We had the hot water tanks going, everything like that. So our station was just, Hey students, keep that caffeine going, drink this stuff. <laughs> You know, uh, it was fun. It was really, really cool. Um, and then I think that the next tent to us was, uh, fuck, what do they have? Um, there was one for winners and they had like a spin the wheel and you can win like gift cards for winners. And they were giving away a ton of free stuff. Like circle K was there. Um, and they were giving away like, uh, fuck, I don't even, I honestly, I didn't even get a chance to go cause we were just so jammed with students. Um, I know DoorDash had a thing there. They had like a, like one of those, sort of wind tunnel things or wind booths where you step in and they blow money around you or whatever. Well, this was like DoorDash coupons for all these different places. So step in, it would blow a bunch of coupons. You try to grab as many coupons as you can, and then you got to keep them. That was pretty cool. Um, so again, for students, right? Cause they're lazy little fuckers and they don't like to <laughs> do anything. They, uh, you know, it's all these coupons for it's based. I think DoorDash, if I'm not mistaken, is like another Uber eats or skip the dishes or whatever it is. So, that's really cool. These students fucking show up at this event and they're getting like free coffee and free gift cards and free, you know, v vouchers for the, the services. Not to mention they had, like I said, like, I don't even know, remember what Circle K was given away. They had another one for like a, one of the banks was there. They had a Vite, I think it's called Vite, which is like a ladies, uh, well, it's for anybody, but ladies are the ones who use it, right? Let's be honest. Um, like a waxing product. Right. So you like rub it on and you fucking wax stuff on the end, this big board where you pull the things off. They were giving away free samples of the V they were doing all sorts of shit like that. That was really cool. That's where Lydia, my pal was working. Then there was like uh, uh Durex had one. So they were giving away condoms, which was hilarious. Uh, right. Cause that's all you're thinking about in college, you know, your, your studies and putting your stuff either in or on somebody else's thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, safe sex and whatnot. But it's really cool. And there was like all these different games that contests you can enter and stuff too. Just giving away tons of free shit. Uh, super cool day. Uh, it was fun. That It was very short too. Like we we start, we went live at like 11. We were done at two. So we were there for an hour and a half beforehand setting up and a little, and you know, probably till close to three tearing down after the fact. But it was just really a cool day of, of you know, different things. Students were having a good time. 
um, very cool colleagues and, and people I was working with were, were spectacular. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's a shame this company, uh, they generally speaking, they have a different kind of business on the side. I think they deal more with like events in Toronto where they show up and they do like inflatable, you know, bouncy houses and shit like that. I mean, tons of stuff, but it's more like we show up, we set these events, but they have a contract, I guess, with these companies where, you know, at the beginning of the school year, they'll go from city to city, you know, promoting these particular products, which is super cool. And I'd love to do it again. Uh, had a blast. I have a bunch of Nescafe fucking instant coffee things here at my house have been given away to people. So, um, you know, if you're close to me and, uh, you know, you want, I think I got like five packs left of the, all the, the samples. So let me know. Right, guys? You know how to let me know. That email, that one I see at the beginning of the podcast that I hope everyone stops and writes down every single time. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad. I, I mean, it, it's it, I'm lucky I was able to do it. I wouldn't have been able to do it if the time was much different, to be honest with you, if it was like an all-day thing, because um, I had to do a show in Montreal that night. And so uh, and I had to be there for like 6.30, so it means I had to like get on the road for 4, uh, based on where it was. So I'm like, okay. I finished this thing. It was like 3 o'clock. I basically went home, showered, changed then got in the road and I was pretty bushed. Uh, I don't know what happened the night before, but I remember being really, really tired, uh, that morning. And so, uh, you know, Hey, made it happen. Uh, drove to Montreal standard issue. Um, I brought a monster energy drink with me leftovers from the dream hack. I've also set up another dream hack, uh, or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, I've, I've set up another expo this time in Toronto. I'll be for three days. The exact same thing I did in Montreal working with that team, but at Toronto an expo event there booked the Airbnb and all that fucking stuff. Um, just working guys working nonstop. And it's kind of, uh, it's kind of cool to have a ton of shit on the calendar. Um, I don't know if it's been this week. I think this week I did yet another interview. Um, I'm having a bit of trouble. Like it's not, I'm, I'm finding lots of work. Here's the issue. I've actually got so much work offered to me that I say yes to one group and they're like, great, we're going to get back to you with the details. Like they're they'll give me the dates and I go, cool. And I lock those dates down for them. And then I'm like, okay, well, I need you to send me the contracts. I need you to send me the, you know, the information. And then I don't hear from them and I'll, you know, I'll message them two days out and go, Hey guys, what the fuck's going on with, well, I don't say it like that, of course, but I'm like, Hey, uh, what's up? I haven't got anything from you. And they're like, Oh shit. Okay. So it turns out that we don't need you for this weekend. We've got one next month. And I'm like, you know, fuckers, it would have been nice if you told me because I've been, you know, slapping away all this other work, you know, and then you try to get last minute. And of course the other places have already filled it in because you know, they're doing their job. Um, I've got something. Yeah. I'll tell you about it later on. I got something coming up this week. I may as well do it while I'm all, all in right now. I'm working for all sorts of different companies. I remember when I started off, I had like two that I worked for and, you know, I'd be driving Uber or whatever. And I would do the odd ones of these. Now I'm basically uh, a brand ambassador and a, and a comedian. That's, that's it. I don't do anything else besides that. Um, the money's good. And I got so many, you know, companies that I'm working for, but there's so many, and they're all different, like pay methods too. Some of them are direct deposits. Some of them send you a check. Some of them are fucking e-transfers. You know, some of them, you have to invoice them through some app. Some of them, you, you know, you got to send, you know, email them. And it's, it, it does get a little bit confusing. And I'll be honest with you, the more companies and the more like one day things versus three day things and all that stuff, you kind of almost have to like keep a fucking list of like, okay, who is paid and who hasn't. And, and I have had a couple of times where I've gotten a check and I'm like, oh yeah, fuck, I forgot I did that. So checks and balances, but it's nice to be busy. I've got a, a company too that asked me to be available for them. Uh, sorry, September 26th, uh, to October 2nd. 
And again, I didn't book anything and I, I gave them a chance to, you know, okay, I'm all yours, whatever. And, um, and then I got their message last night and they've got me booked for like three of those days. I'm like, okay, well that again, that's blocking shit off. Not trying to bitch. All right. For anyone who's listening, why is he complaining? Listen, when you were like me and you don't have any steady work. Okay. And you've actually got the gumption to fucking work, you know, 12 hour days and 14 hour days, sometimes on your feet. It's, uh, and, and being personable and fucking outgoing and drawing attention to yourself. Like it's, uh, it's, it's tiring, but when you've actually got the fucking fire to do it, um, which I don't always, I'm not saying that I'm like, that's who I am. I'm saying that like, I've got ups and downs over the course of the year. So right now I'm kind of in a drive where I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling good about doing a ton of work. Like it sucks to be knocking, knocking away other offers for places that turn around and just end up, well, no, we don't, we didn't need you for all of it. I'm like, well, you told me you'd book me for all of it. So I'm just, uh, I'm just dealing with a bit of that right now. So it's kind of like, I'm trying to fill my days with as much work. And at the same time, I've got this, this new thing that I'm working on new thing. This thing I'm working on, I'll, I'll tell you about a little bit later on in the show, um, which I'm very excited about and I'm very afraid about, um, afraid of, I was going to say, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big deal for me. So I'm, I'm pretty jazzed. So I'm, like I said, I'm just, I'm banging out every day. It's emails, contracts, uh, schedules, uh, training modules. I'm, I'm doing a training tomorrow that wasn't, I didn't even find out until, until today. Basically the event started on the 26th is what they said. And then, uh, now I find out that tomorrow midday, um, I have to show up for a four hour training right in the middle of the day. And, and tomorrow I've got, I've got stuff booked. Um, luckily I'm doing an activation where I'm going store to store, kind of like the, uh, blue e-cigarette thing I did before, but, um, this time it's just a mystery shop. I'm basically in, in the store for like five minutes. So I had scheduled that they gave me a week to do it. And I scheduled that basically to the last possible minute because of everything else I was doing. So when I'm done this podcast, I will be going out and doing that. Um, but I'm going to have to like do it late into the night tonight because of the fact that, uh, tomorrow I now have a, a training that I was unaware of. Anyways, this is just me talking about how I'll be honest with you guys. Um, for a long time, I'm like, you know, Hey, it's hard and you don't know where my money, money's coming from and, and what you're doing with your life. And you know what, right now I'm working real hard on some shit and I'm very happy about that. It's just, uh, it's still just like, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, having, having a bunch of kids and you're trying to keep them all fucking organized. All right. Where am I, where are you going to be? You know, what do I have to pick up and, and this and that, where do I have to go? You know, so I've, I've still got shit in my car from activations I did two weeks ago where I'm like, okay, you know, send me the fucking labels so I can have this stuff shipped back to you guys. You know, anyways, it's great. I, uh, I'm, I'm lucky cause now I'm not just going, well, I get to do stand up, but now I have to work a shitty day job. No, I can still work these gigs and, and book stand up or whatever. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to book a, uh, a, a West coast, uh, week in Vancouver. I'm trying to go to, to, to West to, to Vancouver for a week and see some family. And, uh, while I'm there, uh, hopefully book some shows. I've never been out West to do shows before. So I'm pretty excited about that tell you more when I know more, but I fired a bunch of emails. I've reached out to a bunch of comics in the West coast and, and sort of gotten their uh, suggestions and their contacts with their bookers and things like that. So just work, 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 work. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's fascinating to you guys, but, uh, hopefully it's mildly interesting. Um, always downplaying how boring this is, but the, uh, the gig in Montreal, now that I've gone all of us, I had to be in Montreal just fucking, uh, yeah. Like I said, it's basically every day is just like putting out fires. I, I basically every single day this week I got up and I was like, I'm going to go to the gym right now. And while I'm getting up 
and just like mixing up a very simple, you know, like energy drink. Um, not, not monster or anything like that, but like an energy, a pre-workout energizer. Um, I mean, in texts and then emails and then messages and then texts and then messages and emails. And it's like, we need this. Uh, are you available for this program? Hey, sorry. It's been so hard to get to, in touch with you or, or sorry, get back to you. Not in touch. I'm easy to get a hold of. Um, oh, we just need this thing. Can you send this? Can you just fill this up real quick? And then it's like, so I'm like, I'm basically running around the house for like two hours doing paperwork this is just me back to me bitching again all, all i'm trying to say is everything is a little crazy right now but in terms of sitting around and going well i don't know what to do with my life um now it's i'm so fucking busy i don't even have time to 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 be you know worried about where money's coming from because money's coming in at a good rate right now it's just it's just a little crazy i obviously i'm gonna burn out if i keep doing it at this level but it's nice to it's nice to have some stuff on the calendar and uh you know, next month, this month, um, you know, it's nice to have all the bills paid by the end of the month without having to resort to credit cards and things like that. So things are good. I'm trying to share some positivity with you. Um, everything's still, you know, life's still hard, but, but, uh, the, I'm not, I'm too busy to be just sitting around stressed out. I'll tell you what it's, uh, you know, what do they say? Uh, idle hands are the devil's plaything, right? So keep myself busy. It's a good distraction from, from all that shit. And then, you know, the, like I said, the, the best thing I'm doing right now for myself is the, the eating right and going to the gym. So even though I'm, I'm like crazy busy and I'm showing up to the gym two hours after I wanted to, I'm still getting there. I'm still doing things. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy with my, uh, my levels of, uh, accomplishment for now. So Montreal show, I was doing a show for my buddy, Joey Elias, a uh, great comic, a uh, great dude. He's very big, um, in his communities. Uh, he's very, he's a huge, you know, humanitarian, he helps basically anybody he can. And so this particular show, he had asked me about some months back, I threw it in my calendar. Um, he was just saying, yeah, it's a charity show. There's no real money in it, but, um, you know, he's like, they give you a gift card for like next time you're in Montreal or something like that. I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing. Joey has been very good to me over the years in so many different ways. He was the first comic to ever, um, vouch for me and bring me into another city and, and get me set up at a club, a uh, club that I still do. Um, first club that ever, uh, worked me outside of absolute, uh, which is the comedy nest. I still love going there. Uh, they're, they're The owners have changed since, since I started going, but they're still great friends. Um, basically it's comics that own it now. So guys who I knew when it was under previous ownership still, still have me out. I, I love going there, but that's because of Joey. Joey has done uh, fundraiser shows from here in Ottawa for, uh, way less money than he should have, but he was trying to help out. Like I said, he's a great dude. So um, even though it wasn't any money, I mean, when, when Joey Elias asks you to, to be a part of something, at least as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm good to do that. Um, sucked that it was a long day, <laughs> sucked that it did suck that it was a long day, but happy to help a friend. I got to perform uh, at an event, uh, sorry, a, a venue called club soda. That's where the, this event was being held. And it was to, I was believe the, uh, foundation or charity is called on our own. It's for single mothers. Um, you know, just to help and give support to single mothers. Uh, there was a set number of families they were able to help this year. We were able to raise a hundred thousand dollars. Um, so that was great. Like, again, I, I mean, we were able to raise, I didn't do much. I came and I performed, I did a, you know, a 12 minute spot and made them laugh. But, uh, no, it was a great, uh, it was a really great show. There was great comics on it. I got to see Lawrence Corber who was hosting. I met two new comics. Um, I'm going to feel like such an asshole. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, I could just pull up the event I was tagged on, but unfortunately I've got everything shut down and around me. I'm not going to make you guys wait, whatever. Nima, I believe was one of her names. And then Vic, Vicryl, uh, was another comic. Um, anyways, yeah, I'm a piece of garbage, but whatever. They were, they were great people. It was great chatting with them. I was just sort of, it's pretty, pretty tired from the, the, the work day at Algonquin and then, you know, the drive and then, uh, oh, not to mention I'm still fucking taking allergy meds. I may be one or two days where it's not affecting me super bad, but, uh, I'm, I'm also doing these long days on my feet, really doped up with allergy meds, which means I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm drowsy, but I'm still plowing through. Right. So Ah, why do I don't want this to sound like I'm bitching. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to complain. I'm just trying to, I guess, give a snapshot of like, you know, as much as I'm like, it sounds like I'm a dick who couldn't remember anyone's name. I'm a dick who couldn't keep his eyes open in the green room. And, uh, and normally I would do a show like that. I would say, thank you so much. And then I would say to Joey, thanks. Hey man, thanks for having me. Hope this helped. Um, I got to drive home now, but, um, with the event, it was a little weird, Everyone did their spots. Joey closed the show. Crushed it. Did fantastic. And then we had to wait. To, like we had to wait till the end of the show because they wanted us to do like a curtain call. And so they came out and they said our names one more time. We walked out. And I was expecting to go out. Little wave. Okay, thank you so much. Instead, we stood there on stage while the head of the foundation came out and he just sort of stood there and talked and you know tried to tell a couple jokes and and you know it was like hey man i'm really one of the things i thought was really weird i i didn't like it i really didn't like it i don't think the guy knew i don't think it was his intention so there's no like i'm not triggered but it was uncomfortable was um he came out and he made a point to say that like hey all these comics are working for free tonight um and josh i'm so sorry that you came all the way to ottawa or from all the way from ottawa for for free like i feel bad like i wish we could you know like help you with gas or something like that you know i'm so sorry about that like this is me standing in front of <laughs> all these people i mean i'm there with everybody else but basically the focus being on me and it's like oh we can't even help you with gas like, i'm like i don't I, listen, I'm a professional. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy to help. I'm helping my friend. I'm helping this cause. I don't need you to like, I don't want to stand there while you're talking about how like, well, you're not getting paid anything and you came all this way. It's like a lot of people would go, yeah, there's not a lot of people who are going to, you know, maybe do that. And again, for like 10 minutes, if I was coming there to headline or something, like, I don't know. It's all the same to me. I'm just saying, I'm glad I was able to help, but that was a weird thing to sort of stand there and be made a spectacle of. And now I got to tell you guys, Club Soda is a great, great venue um if you watch just for laughs um sometimes they have just for laughs all access and they've started to show different venues just for laughs filmed at the saint denis theater all the galas for years and years but there's now a venue where if you're watching you'll see the comic sort of walk it in stage and it's a long narrow room with people in the front and there's people you know there's people up to the sides and sort of like a balcony area that's club soda if you're watching just for laughs and you see that that venue they walk out and there's a bit of a sort of a track in the middle and you can see people up at the sides that's club soda and that was it was really cool it was my first time ever performing there uh the room was packed it was great it was a great show it was a great time just at the end it was just weird to be standing there where they're like oh i'm sorry that you draw that's not don't worry about it give my time let's not even talk about it just you know we stood there for a long time and then we stood there while they were like but anyways guys like and then after a while they talked about you know joey and how great he is which i i think is fantastic and then they're like, okay, but we, we do have something for you guys. You guys didn't work totally for free tonight. And, you know, um, here's a, here's a gift card for like, and they're like standing, like they're standing there and they're kind of like making the audience clap as they give us gift card. I'm like, oh God, it felt like a, like a children's talent show the way it was going. It was really, it was a little uncomfortable, great cause. I'm glad we were able to raise so much money. All of the people involved were very kind. Even this gentleman was very, very kind. It was just weird. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I think he thought like, oh, maybe they'll really appreciate having the cloud clap for them. And this, no, I leave me alone. Let me go hide in the back. I'm happy to, to do this, but don't, don't make a spectacle out of that aspect. Um, but whatever, got to see my buddy, got to do a show, uh, had a good time, drove home. I don't even remember what the fuck time I got home, but I remember I was, I was beat. This man was beat. Let me tell you. Um, what else? I told you guys about the gym and eating better. I've been, uh, been doing the, um, what do you call it? Uh, my fitness pal app, little free plug for them. Uh, it just tracks your food and, uh, you know, like what you're eating it. So like, I'll give you a small example. Again, anyone who's listening who might even be interested in this, I'm sure heard of my fitness pal, but, but just in case you haven't my fitness pal free app, you can get, there is a paid subscription portion to it available. I do not pay for it. I only use the free version, um, where you can basically, cause some people like my buddy, Josh, uh, from a few years ago when I was working at the source, um, I believe I spoke about this then, but anyways, Josh was, he made a good suggestion to me was like, I'd used my fitness pal before, uh, for a few months, but he was like, when I started doing it again, he was like, what you should do is you should use my fitness pal just for a week. Don't change anything about your lifestyle. Like don't start eating differently or anything like that. He's like, just keep doing what you're doing, but every meal use my fitness pal. And punch in what you're eating and, and do this and do that. And he goes, and just to see after a week, how many calories and how much like sodium and cholesterol and, and sugars and all these things that you're getting every day, just to see. And then the next week, then start eating better, then start counting your calories and things like that. Just to see, you know, it was his main thing was like, if I'm going to eat a portion of something, he's like, eat it, but then know how many calories that was. And then know what a regular portion of that should have been like in terms of calories. Like if that was a 500 calorie meal and you just ate 1700 calories, know that like, you know, a quarter of what you ate is considered a meal. I'm not saying that's just as an example, right? So I think that's good for anyone else, who, anyone who wants to lose weight too. Sometimes people are like, well, I don't even, some people don't understand and that's okay. Not everyone knows everything, but some people don't even understand that like what they're doing to themselves is like unhealthy. Like they're, I know that, um, I have to explain this to somebody. I don't know if I explained this to you guys last week. Um, again, I get in a lot of conversations in a week is I was trying to tell somebody that I'm like, when I'm eating, like eating is definitely a, an escape for me, right? When I'm staring down the barrel of like, I've been making lists like crazy, like to-do lists. And when I'm staring down the barrel of all these to-do lists and not knowing what thing deserves my time and what doesn't, or what comes first and this and that, and you just get stressed out and fucking what if it all doesn't matter anyways, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, you know what? I, I haven't eaten in a few hours. Oh, I can, I'll can go make dinner, right? I got to eat. Got to eat, right? It's one of those justifiable, I got to eat. So I, uh, I you know, I, I'd make a meal. It's lunchtime or, or breakfast. Best thing to get me out of bed is breakfast. Hey, I get to eat now, right? You know, I answer 5,000 emails and then and then finally make it down to breakfast. But no, you, you get up and you, you know, it's like, oh, it's eat. It's good. It's good for you. You know, ah, breakfast, most important meal. I can have fucking a few pieces of toast. I can have some eggs. Right? Why not put a little bit of shredded cheese in that egg? Oh, that'll be some some good shit. That you know what I mean? It's just you can you can. What I was trying to explain is that um, eating is an escape in the sense that whatever I'm doing right now, I can totally. It's funny too. I can totally, totally forget about all my troubles just at the process of. I gotta find some need, you know. And I'm not saying I do this all day, but for meals, going like, oh, I've been working. You know, so what do I, 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 you know, I can have, I can have a pizza or something like that. I can do, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm driving around, I'm running errands, I'm getting shit done. I, I grab a, you know, go through the drive through and get something, you know, or I'll stop into five, five guys, whatever. And the whole idea is that like the, the process of like 
of that, everything else that I have to do is totally able to get blocked out. I think I'm actually just realizing that right now is I never realized that even when I'm thinking about food, you know, about, about getting a meal or whatever, I stop thinking of everything else. It's, I, I swear to God, it's like a fucking drug, you know, but that's what it is. It's like, it's not like I'm, I'm not sitting on the couch like, oh, I don't feel good about my life. So I'm deliberately just sitting and crying and eating a fucking tub of Ben and Jerry's or something. I'm not doing that. But the idea is food time. You stop thinking about everything else, which is great, you know? And then when you're eating food, it's not like when I eat food, I'm happy, but it's like, I'm not unhappy. If that makes sense to anybody, like I'm, I'm, I'm unhappy. I'm depressed. I'm stressed out. I'm anxious when I eat, I'm chill during that time. And of course you feel like shit afterwards because then it's all that other stuff comes back and look what I just did to my body with that garbage. Right. So in terms of some like going back to my original point, cause you guys know me, I can go all in different directions is some people don't even realize like certain shit like that is what's going on with them. Some of them just, and that's another reason why some, at least I think myself or, and some overeat because just that whole, like while I'm eating, you know, I'm not dealing with anything. I'm not dealing with my problems, right? It's a drug and it's an escape like anything else. Some people go out and shop and buy shit because it's going to make me feel good and they don't focus on the real problems. Some people do drugs. Some people do fucking, you know, alcohol. There's a lot of shit you can do to just fucking avoid your problems. People sex, whatever, just go and, and get attention or whatever it is. There's lots of shit. Unfortunately, my biggest vice being food is something that you can't just not do. Drinking's one of my vices, but it's not a vice that, that affects my life. You know, Hey, I love, I love having whiskey, but I don't. Uh, I don't have to have it, right? I don't have to go out and shop and buy shit. These are things that if you're having an issue with them, you can just cut them out. Gambling. Another vice, Jay's a big fucking gambler, right? If I told you how much money I watched him lose last night, you'd, you'd roll you know, your head with me. If you think it's in the three figures, you are incorrect. Um, yeah, he, he loses a lot of money. Uh, sometimes, sometimes he wins shitloads, but, uh, these are all things that you just don't have to do. If you have a real problem with them, you can cut them out. Eating's tough because you got to eat. You know what I mean? And like I said, some of these people who just don't even realize that they're just, they just know that when they're eating, they're not feeling whatever it is that they're feeling, whether it's, you know, relationship shit or, or personal image stuff or career or whatever, hopes and dreams, whatever it may be, uh, they just eat. So the, the, my fitness pal thing is great for someone who doesn't even understand that. Like, Oh, I'm just, but I just ate a meal. I just had one plate of food. It's like, yeah, dude, it was fucking six inches piled high. You know, the idea with that is you punch in whatever you're eating. You be honest about what, what I ate. Well, I fuck. I had like two cups of rice. I had, uh, you know, probably 16 ounces of fucking Hamburg and I had, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is. That's not, again, not me estimating what I have. I'm just trying to think of somebody who's, you know, two giant hamburger patties and then fucking, Oh, and then I had a bunch of fries on the side. We had a potato salad. I drank a two liter bottle of Pepsi. Like you put all that in there and, and then it goes, Hey, you ate, you know, for your, for your daily calories, it'll tell you, it'll tell you the calories of everything that you ate. It'll tell you how many calories you're supposed to have that day. Breaks them down. It breaks it down into carbohydrates and salt and shows you like, Hey, you had a, a great amount of iron today. And you know, you went way over your fucking cholesterol. Like it basically just helps you understand that here's what you're eating and here's you know, how way too much of it you're eating. So you just realize like, okay, well, what if I cut that meal in half? You know, some people who don't know just, just, okay. Now I understand that I thought I was eating that meal. Uh, it turns out I was eating way more, 
you know, and then you can start making adjustments and you start peeling it back. Like it gives you something to work off of. Anyways, I've been, uh, I've used that many times over the course of my, my, you know, the last decade, me trying to lose weight. It's a good one that helps too. Like even when I feel like I'm being a good bitch and I'm cutting down on shit and it's like, oh, well, no, I, I'm not going to go out and buy pizza. I, I stayed home and I made fucking, you know, rice and veggies. It's like, well, yeah, but how much rice did you have? Did you put a sauce on it? Like it's just, it just keeps you in check to know that even though you ate way better than you normally do, you still went over your daily calories. So helps keep you in check. So that gigantic fucking story was enough, um, <laughs> to sort of make it, uh, good for you. Well, there you go. Um, I, uh, I would say try whatever I'm still, I'm still trying. I'm still learning. I fucked up my left arm. There's something right from my thumb all the way to the crank of my, you know, wrist crank of my arm, almost all the way up my arm. I got a, a, a pain. It's and it feels like a nerve pain, not so much a muscle pain. So it just hurts. Like even to lift my arm just hurts right in my thumb. It's like, it's, it's just, you, you contract your arm muscles and your fucking thumb hurts. Anyways, sorry. Just, I'm just noticing every time I'm, I chat, move my hands while I'm talking to myself and I can still feel it the whole time. Um, I did say, uh, I've been having some fun with friends. I went to my buddy Mika and his lovely wife, Mel's house. We had a great time, drank some whiskey, drank some beer. I don't remember what the fuck we drank. Oh, I drank like Ryan gingers. Terrible, but I only had two. I don't normally drink pop. I think that's the first pop I've had in some time. Um, and they sent me home with some butter chicken, which I'll have this evening. I totally forgot I had it. It was, I stuck it in a drawer of the fridge and, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Um, and I know that's not ideal, but I was a good bitch today. I had an 800 calorie breakfast that I won't eat again until this evening. Um, only because I have so much fucking running around to do. Um, any of that interesting question mark? Probably not. Whatever. Those of you who listen who are invested in me as a person, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, spent a lot of time, a lot of time at good life yesterday. The, the gym where I'm a member, they've actually given me a, uh, they like me there and they've, they've, I've had a, um, a gratuit, a free membership there for a long time. So I like to plug them when I can. They're good, uh, good people there. Um, but yeah, I was there for a long time yesterday and we were chatting with different trainers and stuff like that. I'm, I'm chatting with a guy who I might be able to, uh, start doing some work with, um, on the personal training side. But in the meantime, like I said, I kind of got to get a little bit more of the life balance, work life balance stuff figured out, but I'm still getting myself to the gym. I'm still getting on the ellipticals. I'm still doing some lifting and stuff on my own. Uh, but just before I start targeting shit like that, it'll be, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy to have gone a few days in a row to the gym. Um, I'm going to get there again today. It's just going to be much later this evening. I think I'm going to come home and eat when I'm done all my nonsense. And then if I can get back into the gym, I, I will. Otherwise, we have an elliptical machine in the basement, and I'll just make sure I bang out half an hour on that. Throw the fucking uh, new episodes of Dragon's Den on Netflix up there. I can watch people's hopes and dreams live or die in front of the dragons while I'm sweating to the fucking <laughs> my body movement there. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a good week overall. Um, in fact, one of the nights we had, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Jess came over with her friend, Evan, uh, Jay and I, we were, we play some, uh, some card games with them. It was really cool too. Cause when he got here, uh, we'd never met this, uh, this Evan fellow before. Great dude. But, uh, as we're sitting there, they're, they're, like, as he arrives, uh, Jason goes to offer him a drink. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, can I get you a drink or something like that? And Jay's like, he's like, can I, he's like, can I pour you a, a, a what is it? Vodka or something like that. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a recovering alcoholic. And Jay's like, oh, I'm sorry. As he's saying that he reaches into his backpack and pulls out a bottle of McAllen 
the 12 year old McAllen, I believe it was. It's fucking hilarious. Now I'm a recovering alcoholic. I said, he just pulls the bottle out of his bag, which was great. First person to ever come to our house, bring a bottle of scotch, already a VIP in my books. And then over the course of the evening, like I was, I, you know, I, I asked him, I was like, oh, may I, may I try it? I haven't tried it. He's like, he came back from the States. It's a, it's a McCallum that you can't get here. Um, but yeah, we tried it. It was fantastic. And he's like, yeah, please help yourself. And over the course of the night, uh, him and I must've drank, you know, two thirds of the bottle, uh, which was great. You know, hundred dollar bottle of scotch. Uh, what an evening. Always welcome back that fella. Let me tell you. So I was like, okay, well next time we'll, we'll go through one of my bottles. That was very kind. And I'm like, we'll, we'll drink one of mine, but what a great dude. What a great fucking boy, you know, bringing a bottle of scotch to the house. We had a great time. What a great night. Great games. Um, yeah. And then finally, let me see here. I may as well, I may as well make my announcement. All right. And then we'll move on with the fucking show. Cause there's not, not, not much left to say. I got, like I said, I, I'm just crazy busy. Uh, I've clearly, you know, made that, uh, <laughs> a focus of this episode. I'm, I'm good. I'm busy. I'm distracted. I'm doing good. And I got lots, getting lots of work done. So uh, everything's, everything's good. No bad news this week. Just a little, little overwhelming and frustrating at times, but Hey, fuck who doesn't have a life with a little bit of things here and there. I know Mika uh, has listened by a great friend and I love the guy. I know he's listening to the past and listens to me to, you know, bitching about the same stuff that other people say. Yeah, it's other people's lives too, man. You got to work. You gotta, hey, I'm not against working. I'm not against working. I just want them to make it easy for me, right? You guys have the luxury. Monday to Friday, nine to five. Those are your hours. You know, four months in advance. Those are my hours. You know, unless you book a vacation or something, but you know where you're going to be. I'm just saying, they'll tell me like, yeah, in three weeks, we've got this thing for you that weekend. I'm like, groovy. You know, we're going to send you this stuff later on today or tomorrow. Okay, cool. And I know these people, they're, they're busy booking so many things and people and cities and stuff that sometimes they're a few days late. Okay. And then, uh, all of a sudden, you know, Hey, it's a week out and I still haven't heard anything. You reach out. Oh shit. Sorry. We, uh, we actually had to cancel that one and blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, fuck you. Thanks for telling me, but you want to work with them again in the future. So you're like, Oh, no problem. No problem. Hey, anybody else need anything this weekend? Scramble to fill your fucking calendar with shit. Or just go, oh, I guess I'm not doing anything this weekend. All right, now I got to find a way to make myself busy so I don't just fucking lay around and crush pizzas. I just say pizzas a lot, but I, I, it's been a little while. It's been a little while, there. So my announcement is this onesies. Thank you for uh, listening and staying with me so far. Um, I will be recording. I, I posted it on the Instagram. I posted it on Facebook. So if you were, and I posted it only, only for the one man podcast people. So if you're following the one man podcast, Instagram, or one man, you like the one man podcast, Facebook page, uh, on Facebook, you, uh, you're the only ones who know, um, I am recording my very first comedy album at absolute comedy, uh, January 24th and 25th. I'll be headlining the entire week. Um, but I am recording my album on the Friday and Saturday night shows. Um, I've already, you know, secured my sound guy. He's a great sound guy. He's worked on so many different people's, uh, albums, uh, friends of mine. He, he recorded Jesse Joyce's album. Jesse Joyce is a writer for Jimmy Kimmel live. Um, his album sounds amazing. I believe it was called pro Joyce. The name of the album that, that Jesse did, um, great sound. Everything's right. So Dean, Dean is absolutely amazing. Um, I've secured Dean booked them already. So Dean's going to come and record the, uh, the shows that night. And then we're going to figure all that other shit out later on about, you know, CDs and getting on serious and, and all that. So I'm pretty excited guys. I'll be headlining, um, absolute comedy Kingston the week before. 
um, just to sort of, you know, again, sort of last, last minute brush up for the whole thing. Um, I've got other, other weeks in the calendars, things like that. I'll be doing, uh, doing some hosting, uh, for, uh, absolute Ottawa in November, uh, Kingston, I believe I'm at, uh, actually the end of next month, I'm going to be at Kingston hosting. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of stand up on the calendar. Um, that's my big news. Okay. Uh, and that's a big deal too, because like, that's me essentially going, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take all this stuff that I've worked on for the last 10 years. Now there's gonna be lots of jokes that I've, I've worked on once or twice here and there, blah, blah, um, that aren't going to go on it. But the big thing for me is this, and it's, um, I'm going to, I'm going to get as real as I can with you. It's tough. And I hope to be able to explain someday to you guys exactly why it's so tough, you know, or, or I'll probably just do what I always do is just start talking about now and then let it slip anyways. But, um, my act for the most part, a lot of you guys have seen it. My act for the most part has talked about the relationship that I was in for, you know, the better part of a decade. Um, if not a decade, uh, Crystal and I were together for a long time. Um, a lot of my best jokes came from just her and I being together and, and me going from a guy who, you know, is this bachelor and this angry fucking guy to, you know, becoming a comic and, and wanted to do just that to like, oh, oh shit, this is nice being in a relationship and being, you know, like, and, and have, you know, having kids and, and learning what it's like to have kids and, you know, all the experiences that you have. And my, my act has been a pain in the ass for me for a long time because of the fact that, um, my relationship with Crystal was up and down all the time. We'd be together. We, we wouldn't be a lot of people act like we've been broken up, you know, 1200 times. Um, we've been together, you know, about four times or so, um, over the course of 10 years. Um, and it's grown every, you know, we've, we've, we've grown as people over that time period, just never been able to find a way to make our relationship work. Um, you know, and it sucks because I know that there's real love between us as, as does she, I still chat with her and we still try to be friends. Unfortunately, it's just tough because we don't want to not be in each other's lives. We do love each other. We do support for this. There's very strong periods of that, that time where, um, she was my best friend, you know, and I'm not saying that she's, she's not really now. I, I do have other best friends. I guess this is something too, like just a little side note, there's like the, like one of the oldest, hackiest jokes in comedy is like guys going, Oh, you know, you think your wife's best friend, huh? You guys think, yeah, you can't tell you, you can tell your best friend he's acting like a fucking retard, but, uh, and I'm using that word cause that's kind of how it comes out back then. But you know, oh, you can tell your best friend, like what are you fucking retarded when he says something stupid? You can try saying that to your wife. Ha ha ha. Like, it's like, yeah, but your best friend isn't just somebody that you can call a retard when he says something stupid. Your best friend is somebody who gives a shit about you every day is invested in you every day checks in on you like it's their fucking stock portfolio. Like, how are you today? Are you up? Are you down? Shit. You know, I'm sorry to hear. I love you and I care about you. They encourage you with everything that you're doing, everything that you attempt, you know, you're there for them. So it's, it's, uh, it's tough. Crystal and I were best friends, um, throughout the course of, of our relationship. Um, you know, we spent time recently, um, things kind of went back in the sort of romantic area, but then there was a lot of other shit. And it's just, I have really, um, I, I neglected my comedy career for a long time while her and I were together. Um, I got to a point where I started to think that comedy was going, was the reason not was the reason, but comedy was something that was going to keep me from being able to be with her and the kids. 
Um, so it was hard for me to, to be, you know, uh, excited and passionate about something that I felt was ultimately going to pull me away from people that I cared about. Um, and there's a lot of comics that go through that. They start off and they're doing comedy. They meet somebody and that person is attracted to their comedy. You know, oh my God, I can't, you're so confident and this is amazing. And then, then you fall in love and, and then you're like, okay, well, how's this going to work? You know, like, how do I tour around, if, you know, if I'm not with you? And then on top of that, it's like, oh, well, we have kids now. Like you got to be here for the kids. And how much money is this making? Are you making enough to do this? Well, I got to get a job to take care. It just, it's, it's life. It is. Um, but it's tough. So I know that part of me resented my, my stand up. Uh, I wasn't excited about it because I felt like it was going to pull me away from the family. Um, and then the relationship fell apart and I hadn't nurtured stand up, and now I was alone. And the fucked up thing about that is, um, my act was all jokes about, you know, Hey, my, my relationship and, you know, my girlfriend or my, me and the kids and this loving relationship I'm in and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm on stage and I'm telling these stories and it's not true anymore. The audience doesn't know it's still, they're still laughing over, but it's, it hurts me to tell these stories. Cause I'm missing her. I'm missing the kids. I'm telling these stories about how great everything is, you know? Um, and it hurts, it hurts. So I'm not excited about stand up. I'm up on stage telling stories that aren't necessarily, cause everyone's like, well, you can just say that you're ex. I'm like, yeah, I, I can. But then it's like, why are you up there for an hour talking, you know, or why are you up there talking about your ex for so long or whatever? I'm like, well, it's cause that's what I nurtured. So I got to this point in my, in my stand up career where I was just like, okay, well I started doing crowd work. I'm like, I didn't write anything new because I was, you know, I was going through depression and stuff like that and not really focusing on stand up. And, um, I was just like, okay, well, you know what? I didn't write anything new and I'm sick of telling these jokes. So when I go out there, I'm just going to talk to the crowd and see if I can see if I can be funny off the top of my head, right? It's a different muscle, but if I'm funny, then I should be able to just talk to people and make them laugh. So let's see if we can do that. And luckily, oh, luckily for me in doing that, I was able to sort of get it, you know, I don't want to say get excited about stand up, but I was able to at least enjoy stand up when I was doing it as I would talk to the crowd and I would do stuff like that. And it was, it was interesting because I could still tell stories. I could still, still tell the jokes and whatnot, but I wasn't just, um, just telling jokes. I already knew work and going through the motions and whatever it was, right. Being real stagnant. Um, so I, I have been years pulling myself. Like the only thing is with crowd work is what we call it. When you're talking to the crowd stuff, so you're doing crowd work. You can't really book television or festivals with that because if the idea is that you're doing material off the, off the top of your head and you're talking to people, you don't know what they're going to say. You can't really book that. You can't go, yeah, let's do late night. You'll just talk to the crowd. Cause what if it doesn't work out? What if there's not somebody there who's interesting or, or whatever it is, right? The jokes don't fire. Not, not all crowd work just goes amazingly, but I, I generally speaking do well with it. Um, so it's this whole thing where you're like, yeah, if you got to start working on material, if you want to grow as a comic, you know, and, um, I've been at a point for a while now where I'm like, okay, well, I know I want to grow as a comic and I know I want to keep working on this, but you know, the, the depression and the doubt, it's like, well, I've been so many years, not really focused on stand up, and, you know, that drive, that hunger that you have to like, yeah, I can't wait to be on the road all the time and, and be alone in fucking shitty little condos in Windsor and, you know, all these different places. Just like, I just want to, you know, have I said everything I had to say? I'm lucky because I do enough things in the week with other people, get people laughing and dying laughing. I'm like, I know I'm still funny. I know I'm still funny, but it's hard. Now I'm like, I don't just, um, 
And there's a little bit of, I don't want to say bureaucratic. There's a little bit of fucking business shit that gets in the way for me. Now it used to be that if I had an idea, I could get on stage within a day or two to try out a new joke. Now, because of my affiliations and things like that, if I want to get stage time, I'm not allowed to just go to any open mic and, and do whatever I want. I kind of have to wait till I can get some stage time at the club. And that's the thing with a new idea for a joke too. When you're excited about it, you want to get it out and then here, let me make it. It's ready to go. Hey, I want to try it tonight. I want to see if it works. Great. It works. Cool. I want to try it again in a couple, you know, hopefully the same night, but uh, well, I want to try again in a day or two. I want to try again tomorrow. Like you want to see that, okay, this thing has some legs and then at least, you know, okay, well, I got a joke here. You don't have to do it every single night forever, but you can just go, okay, well, at least I know there's some material here that worked. Okay. I'm going to come up with another joke and I'm going to keep working on this one in my act. And that's how you turn, develop and turn over new material. Not to mention that, that new podcast that I'm working on, um, is does is is basically um pointed towards that that's that's it's that's the whole premise is the idea of comics writing new material and i don't know if i've told you guys about that i don't think i should have because it's not ready to go yet but um that's the whole idea is i was creating something that would help me create new material and help me move past all this material that i've been telling for a long time that, that, that like i said hurts to tell i still loved it i still think it's funny it was funny when it happened but it was a, a really important loving part of my life that isn't there anymore and and just telling these jokes over and over to hurt so i was like i, I just need to stop telling these jokes because i need to write new shit but a uh, good friend of mine rory gardner was like hey man well don't just throw it away you know I know, I know it's not happening, but don't throw it away. He's like, first off, you're going to feel better about stand up and your, your comedy when you start to create a body of work. And he's a, he's a very accomplished, uh, country music musician and he's a great comic. So, and I mean, very accomplished, not like he's put out a few albums, he's put out several albums. He plays at the Grammys every year in Los Angeles. As a matter of fact, he was going to come do some spots that weekend when I'm recording. He's like, but he's actually at the Grammys that week. Um, so great dude, but he's like, yeah, man, record it put it on an album, then get rid of it. Then it's out there making money for you on Sirius or whatever. Other people who've never heard it, get to hear it. Um, it's a lot of, um, uh, it's a lot of stuff, you know, don't just, uh, don't just throw it away because you don't tell it to record it. So I've, I've actually put the new podcast on the back burner because instead of focusing on, um, on new material right now, new material generation, I need to focus between now and January on polishing and perfecting this this body of work that I've made up until now. And like I said, I know it's going to suck, but, but it's going to suck in a good way. It's going to, it's going to hurt to tell these jokes, but I'm going to record them and I'm going to be sharing. I'll be able to share them with thousands and thousands of people who've never heard them before. You know, some of you onesies listen to me, but you've probably never seen my act. So it's going to be cool for me to be able to work hard, make these jokes as best as they possibly can be, show them the love that they've shown me over the years. I've been able to put a lot of money in my pocket from telling them. And then, then I don't have to tell them anymore. I can work on new stuff. My, my jokes I did are out there in the world. They're making me money. They're bringing, you know, joy to other people. I'm actually going to call the album, uh, hello and goodbye. And the reason I'm calling it that is because it's my first comedy album. So for a lot of people listening on Sirius or whomever find this or wherever it is, um, that'll be their first introduction to me. So hello, Josh Williams. That's me. And, and the goodbye part is, uh, is goodbye to this material. It's just, I'm, 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 I'm grateful for what it's done for me. I'm grateful for the, the people and the stuff that were part of the stories that I, that, you know, I, I tell in my act, 
um, some of the happiest moments, some of the funniest, silliest, intimate moments. A lot of my acts is just intimate moments with me and Crystal, me and the kids that were just so funny. They were never supposed to be jokes or anything like that. They were just moments and times. Part of my experience is that, and, um, and just, they were, they were funny. I shared them and other people find them funny because other people have those same, you know, moments and stuff like that too. Um, I'm just really excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to, I'm going to work real hard. I'm going to make this thing the best that I can. And, um, and then that's it. Put it out. So, um, lots of costs associated. I'm, uh, I'm working hard to, to put as much money in the bank as possible. Um, I'm at some point I might actually reach out to you wonderful onesies and say, Hey, like if you guys want to, uh, you know, maybe pre-order your album, whatever, if you want in a digital download or a CD or something like that, I actually would love, this would mean a lot to me. Okay. This is really, really, really important to me. And I'm going to bring it up another few times. So don't wait for those other times to let me know. Okay. This is really important. Very important. Um, if you guys were to buy a comedy album, okay. Would you, we're talking like after a show. All right. Cause this is something I'll be able to, to sell and, and make a little bit of revenue from after shows that I do. Would you guys personally prefer, uh, an actual physical tangible CD? I know nobody really walks around with CD players, but they're in your car they're in your computer, whatever. And, and some people say that after a show, they like to buy something that they can hold in their hands, you know, that actually has some, some physical tangibility, or would you prefer get like a download code? So if I, you know, I sold you a card and you'd scratch a code, go to iTunes or whatever it is, Spotify, Google play music, whatever it is, and then just download it onto your device. Which of those two medium would you prefer? Um, I thought download codes, but apparently just from talking to comics, they say that people like something after a show they can buy and they can, you know, they can hang on to, you can sign it for them. Something that keeps sake. It's a, it's a more of a memento than anything else. They can listen to it. They can burn it, rip it on them, whatever, play it in their car. But predominantly it's something they can hold versus just, you know, Hey, yeah, I, I'll buy your album 10 bucks. Yeah, cool. Download code. Thanks so much. You know what? Please tell me if you're listening to this right now, it's really important. If you, you can really help me in a big way because that's all stuff we have to figure out. So if it turns out none of you have any interest in, um, a CD, I need to know that. Cause I, that was, that's a lot of costs making them. But the only reason I would consider it is because a lot of comics who sell CDs say, I've, I spoke to a couple of guys that said that they used to do CDs. They tried download cards and said they actually sold less of them than CDs because people just wanted something tangible. So onesies, the email address is contact at one Just tell me if you were to buy a stand-up comedy album after a show, would you prefer, let's say the cost is the same, all right? So it's not a cost thing. It's just a, what do you want to leave with? Would you rather get a CD, something I can sign for you and give to you and whatever you can keep, or just a download card, throw it in your phone, listen to it once, and that's kind of it. Um, please let me know. Contact the onemanpodcast.com. Very, very important. It's a big help to me. And then, uh, you know, like a month from now, I'll start telling, you know, let, letting you guys pre-order it or something like that. Just maybe get the cost. I'll do it like a Kickstarter. I'll be like, hey, if anyone wants to order their album in advance, I, uh, I'll, I could use the funds. Um, but no, in the meantime, I just want to say thank you guys for, for being supportive. And because you listen to this podcast, this is the first place that I'm officially announcing. Like I said, it was announced on the Facebook. Um, it was announced on the, on the social media stuff for one man podcast. And, uh, the first official spoken announcement is right here on this podcast episode, number 124 for the one man podcast for you guys to, uh, to hear and find out about. 
So there you go. There you have it. Um, thank you. And I'd love to know what, what you think about that. I'm, I'm excited. That's what I'm going to be working on. I'm going to keep working on the jokes that I have. I'm going to keep polishing them. There's a few, few ones that I've worked on here and there over the years that I might try to f- polish up and finish for an hour. I'm going to be recording four sets over the course. Like, so Friday, um, that's another thing you do for me too. Like, honestly, the, the most important thing to me is if you can be there, that would be great. I don't want you to shump, come up and, and just laugh your fucking head off. Like it's supposed to just come and have a good time. If it's funny, laugh, if it's not, don't, but just come be there. It would, I, I would love to just know that people who, who listen and support are, are, are there, you know, if you can't make it, I totally get it. You guys, I have listeners all over this planet, but I have a lot in the Ottawa area or whatever. Um, it's, you know, January, tail end of January, 24th and 25th, the two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, I'm recording all four, and then we're going to split all of the, um, all the sets together and make the best album that we can. So, uh, my sets are usually 40, 45 minutes at absolute comedy to headline. Um, but I'm gonna try to make the CD an hour. So we're going to have to mix and match some jokes and I'm going to figure all that out. I'm going to figure out what jokes I'm doing. I'm going to have to try to figure out and make those jokes as strong as possible. I'm going to jump on stages, lots and lots and lots to, uh, get these jokes practiced up to make them as strong as possible for the album. Um, and having said that, all right, now we're going to move on to the, uh, sponsors section guys. My partners at portablepress.com, uncle John's bathroom reader. What a smooth transition. Um, and just, uh, since we've been talking about success and going after dreams and shit like that, I figured I found a little article here called secrets of success, uh, TV stars. Oh yeah. Sorry. From this, uh, this edition, I'm reading uncle John's bathroom reader tunes into TV. So secrets of success, TV stars and show creators tell how they do it. We don't want to be a goody goody show and pretending we are nice people because we are not. Our number one aim is to be entertaining. That's from Simon Cowell from, uh, American Idol. Um, I may as well tell you what it is first. Cause it's kind of weird listening going, who's the, who's this thing? Uh, we have Amanda Burse, Marcy. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, Marcy on married with children. So she said, we ushered in a cycle of cynical shows, but we were probably the most mean spirited. Everyone on our show was humiliated on a weekly basis. Uh, this is John Noble from Walter on fringe. Sorry, John Noble who plays Walter on fringe. Uh, we're making a show that sci-fi geeks like, but also has a human story that others can relate to. We don't underestimate people. You don't need a college degree to think. Uh, James Arnis, Sheriff Dillon on Gunsmoke. What made us different from other Westerns was the fact that Gunsmoke wasn't just action and a lot of shooting. They were character study shows. They're interesting to which, sorry, they're interesting to watch all these years later. Uh, John Stewart from The Daily Show. We do fact check, not because of any journalistic criteria. We do that because jokes don't work when they're lies. Uh, Dan Harmon, the creator of community popular show. If you're afraid that people are going to flip the channel, tell a better story, write a better joke, add a subplot where someone is dressed like a wizard. Uh, Matthew Weiner, Weiner, creator of Mad Men. Uh, I write the show straight through. And then we find when we're editing where the breaks go, you can do a lot with a commercial break. You can change days. You can suggest the passage of time. And finally, Ray Romano from everybody loves Raymond. We try to stay away from sitcom formula jokes like a Lenny squiggy entrance. Uh, someone says who would be stupid enough to wear that hat and they enter wearing that hat. And then finally the running feet at the bottom of the thing just says bonanzas, David Canary, uh, Candy the Ranch Hand is a descendant of Calamity Jane. Ooh, guys, and that was Secrets of Success for my partners at PortablePress.com. Uncle John's bathroom, read door. 
my other partners, uh, yeah, so go to portablepress.com. You can find all sorts of cool bathroom readers. Like I said, I've been I've been busy. I I have not uh I still want to know if you guys like these bathroom reader articles. I enjoy them. I sort of read them before bed, but lately I haven't been reading uh anything. I've been passing out exhausted at the end of the day. And and then of course when I'm getting the podcast ready, it's a rush to make sure I have an article ready. So I try to find something mildly, you know, connected to the shit I'm talking about. So um I know it's better when I spend more time finding an article that goes with a subject to be like, Oh, and, and why we've been talking about this. Here's some trivia. So I'm going to, I'm going to try harder. Um, but I want to, I hope you guys are interested in these silly little articles that I read every now and again. I enjoy them, but, uh, if you do too, and you just want more, well, go to portablepress.com, check out the books and you can uh, get some shit you're interested in. Um, and speaking of absolute comedy in my recording, um, Please make your reservations. Go to absolutecomedy.ca. Uh, you can go to the Ottawa Club and you can make reservations for the uh, the shows that I have, or give them a call and uh, and book your reservations because I'm going to be telling everybody that I know come come and and see this and and be a part. I would love everyone there, um, you know, because it'll be their last chance to hear me tell these jokes live. That's uh, you know you'll hear them; they'll exist. They're not going away forever, but uh, but I'm not telling them anymore. So if you want to come hear them, come hear them. Uh, that would mean a lot to me. It's, it is your last chance to hear them live. Um, but there are great shows at absolute comedy all the time and all the cities, Kingston, Toronto, Ottawa, check out absolutecomedy.ca. Absolute comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on just for laughs, Netflix, comedy central, CBC's, the debaters, Jimmy Kimmel live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And we're back. We're back, guys. We're back. And uh, <laughs> did I forget anybody? Did I forget anybody? Of course not. I didn't forget that my partner's at DK. All right, Dorling Kindersley. And as I mentioned off the top of the show, yes, it is officially, uh, you know, fall now. Um, but that doesn't mean that all of your love of summer and, and sunshiny beaches has to end. No, no, you can still get tropical. All right. Let's get tropical is the book I'm reading this week. I'm reading book. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's a great, it's a little handy guide. It's a great little bar guide. It's called let's get tropical more than 60 cocktail recipes from Caribbean classics to modern tiki drinks. Uh, I actually went with my mom on Sunday, uh, to have breakfast. And then, uh, and then Bed Bath and Beyond was having a big clearance sale, and I actually bought these. Uh, it's funny; they were like thirty bucks original price. I never, I never would have bought them at that price. Never. I, I barely bought them at the price they were at. But I'm like, fuck it. They have these things called the geeky tiki's. They're like mugs, coffee mugs, but they look like t- little tiki uh, characters. But they were geeky tiki's, so it was basically the Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, and Marvel ones, but only they only had two left. They were like seventy five or eighty percent off. So I got uh, Rocket Raccoon and Iron Man. They were the only two that they had. But you know, if you're interested, let me know and I'll I'll snap a pic and throw it up on the socials. But uh, yeah, I bought those. So just just funny to modern tiki drinks. I get my geeky tiki uh, coffee mugs 
So this is a great book. It's just a guide for a, a ton of different uh, cocktails. They show you the different uh, amounts to pour in. They show you how to layer them. Um, but they got the classic drinks like the Blue Lagoon, which everyone should know has soda water, lemon juice, sugar syrup, blue curacao or curacao. Don't still don't say it and vodka. Um, shows you the kind of glass to serve it in, tells you a little bit about the classic recipe. Um, and of course, like all DK books, amazing, amazing visuals. There's a rum punch reinvented. That's right. They got the, the Grago clock and the Jamaican punch. So they'll show you the different ones with the layered in sort of, so you can get orange juice. Oh, there's Grago clock. Tea gives this variation a delicate flavor. Shake all the ingredients with ice and strain into a rocks glass filled with ice cubes. Garnish with an orange wheel, a lime wedge, and a glacé cherry on a cocktail stick. So uh, the Grago Clock has orange juice, Earl Grey tea, lime juice, natural agave nectar, mm, Anagostura bitters, and Jamaican aged rum. Is this rum aged? Yes, but has it been Jamaican aged? What does that mean? Eh, it was a boy soldier. Uh, <laughs> um, and like all DK books too, it doesn't just like open it up. Okay. And it's recipes. There's a ton of, uh, of info on just, you know, how to make great cocktails and stuff like that and garnishes and stuff at the beginning before it starts to get into the fun recipe section. So a, a nice and easy one, guys, not gonna, not gonna chew your ear off about this one. It's a great fucking book. They've got daiquiris, punches, peanut, pina coladas are great, by the way. Pineapple and coconut milk. Ugh, amazing. Um, yeah, so it's just, uh, the, I did the one a while back. Let's get physical. All these fizzy sparkling drinks. Well, they have followed it up masterfully with another great book. Let's get tropical guys from my partners at DK Dorling Kindersley, go to DK.com in the U S put a slash CA on the end of that for Canada, or just giggle, uh, giggle, Google DK books. Uh, anywhere else in the world and you will find them. They got great shit. Whatever you're into, they will have books on it undoubtedly. And they'll be pretty damn spectacular. So just check out DK books guys. All right. My partners at, uh, you know, they're a, uh, a penguin company. I believe it says, I love this fucking book. It's so cool. I, I, here's the thing. I actually, if I wasn't being such a good bitch right now about the, you know, sugars and, and whatnot, I, I would be fucking around with some of these, these cocktails right now. Just just because of the fact that it is, I'm, I'm finally, the, the sun is shining here in Ottawa has been for like the last few, uh, rained, but it's the sun has been coming out every day. Here's the thing. Now that the fucking ragweed is starting to die, I can actually enjoy being outside, you know, without being drowsy, uh, during these kind of like warm weather days, you know, it's fall, but the weather isn't brutal. So I'm kind of like, yeah, uh, I'd love to sit with a tropical drink, you know, and just enjoy the sunshine. I got too much fucking work for that, but I'd still like to, but that's, let's get tropical guys. More than 60 cocktail recipes from Caribbean classics to modern tiki drinks. All right. Check it the fuck out. Uh, coming up this week for myself, um, I've got a training tomorrow. I've got all these uh, mystery shops that I'm doing for an, uh, a vape company. Um, what else have I got going on? Um, no shows, no stand up this weekend, but I've got a lot of, uh, a lot of activations. I'm going to be doing something for uh good life, uh, out at a festival, like a, or a fair. Um, I'm doing uh, Canadian blood services, actually this activation. This is the one that was like, they wanted like seven days and then they took like three and I'm like, mm, I don't love that. I don't love that. So, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. It's going to be a busy weekend. I'm going to be on my feet a lot. I'm still going to be hitting the gym. I'm still going to be eating like a good bitch. Um, 
so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed next week. We'll tell you if I just, you know, got my nerve up for three days and had a good few days. And if I fell apart emotionally and all of that, that stuff, but, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm feeling good. Like I said, it's, it gets to that point where you're almost like, you know what? I just, the eating doesn't make me want to not do the things that I'm doing, you know? In the sense that, like I said, you know, you're like, oh, I feel bad. Will I succeed? Oh, I'll just eat because I'll feel better. No, I'm at the point where I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking go after it. You know, I got all these wonderful people in my life, all these great jokes that need to be shared with the world. I'm going to put my head down. I'm just going to fucking, I got that. I got the target on the calendar. That's why I said. I work well with structure 24th, 25th of January. I'm just going to keep looking at my sights on that. And just banging out this work, trying to get as fucking funny as possible for those shows. And then that's it. Then I can, uh, then I can start working on something next. I'll go, you know, new, I'll, uh, I'll work on new material. I'll work on the new podcast, which is all about generating new material. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. You know, maybe I'll learn how to be funny again. When the stress goes away, maybe instead of just rattling off everything I'm doing to you guys in a very monotonous sort of not funny way, (laughs) I can, uh, I can actually start just cracking some fucking jokes because, you know. It's all just going to be downhill easy street after that, right? Chasing this goddamn dream. Chasing the dream. And uh, and I think, too, I've said that to you guys before, is, is at this point, I'm not so much chasing it as I'm sort of just sauntering half of the, you know, after the after it in the direction that it was last headed. You know, maybe I'll catch up to it. Maybe this, this thing will make me excited again. I want to. I like making people laugh. It makes me feel good, but... Just, am I going to, am I going to be lonely forever because of it? You know, no relationship, no family, you know, sending emails to clubs. Can I come out? Can I come tell jokes at your club? You be my friend. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's how it feels. All right, guys. Hey, look, it's a, it's going to be a great week no matter what, right? We're all going to have a great time. I hope you guys, uh, are enjoying the beginnings of fall, you know, having your warm drinks in the evening, sun going down a little bit earlier, coming up a little bit later. Um, but let me know what's going on with you. You know, you're always welcome to send an email. Tell me what's going on. Please tell me uh CD or download card, that kind of shit. And, um, yeah, I look forward to, uh, to chatting with you guys next week. Take care. Mm-hmm.